pictures and his and his uh, thumbnail image. Like, it's fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, we're we're back. Uh, we're live. We're live, baby. Uh, Alrighty. Let's talk encounters, Chris. Moving on. Encounters, not just combat. Right. The, it's a broad topic. What I was saying um, in our pre-video uh, was encounters to me are, are sort of used as a way of ensuring, at least as a, from a DM standpoint, player engagement. So you have any type of encounter. You have your, I guess there's like a big three. It's like you have your combat encounters, your non-combat encounters, uh, which are like you know observations and whatnot. Um, or there could be some sort of nature thing. And then maybe like mm. uh, the third one would have been more like uh, like a puzzle. Maybe maybe those aren't the big three. To you, to me, what are your? Oh. I mean, you got non. But in, oh, and role play. Role play is the third one. Role play. That that's what I wanted to chat, talk about. Not just the lore, but the idea of the encounter. I know this is one thing that we said in the pre-chat was uh, my idea of encounter is just your interaction with the world. Of like your players come to an interaction with the world. It could be a combat. It could be a random person from your backstory being chased by some wolf or something, or be running from the law. Right. And um, another type of encounter. When I when I was making the Artemisian Forest, and I was like, okay. I had spaces. I had twenty air. The way I designed it was, I had twenty areas. And in those areas were going to be, I would say about eight of them, I was like, there's going to be combat. I know my players, they want combat. There's going to be combat in almost half of them. However, the other areas are going to be built with either preset encounters or randomized. And I felt like you know, yeah. for, as a beginner DM, just preset them, not like at, just have it labeled out to do it but mm -hmm. as we as we get more comfortable you know role playing and letting the players be um, in charge of moving the progress of the story forward um, I would say more randomized it's it's, it's it's like it's nuts one of the times that I that I did that in the uh, open water remember like recently there was like a mm -hmm. I don't know what it was that came out that made every single Dungeon Dragons game on the water but when I went to Comic Con everything there was everything was on the on a ship and on the water there was no like you know that's just what it yeah. was but um so i was looking online for all these random uh tables i could use and one of the random ones was that was that the uh, truman show thing that where it just you randomly the ship randomly hits a wall and then mm -hmm. and a door opens and there's a dungeon which was you said something earlier too it's not it's not about like a confrontation always every encounter interaction I feel is like Schrodinger's cat, but with combat, it's like you come into the interaction and if you've played enough games or it's crazy with crazy enough people, you know that encounters that you would as a DM expect to be a strict combat encounter might turn out to be like a just RP and they come out as best friends or one that you plan for everyone to get along and they end up fighting. So you don't know what's going to happen in the encounter, whether combat or not. So like planning, I mean, if you're going up against your big boss, of course, that's going to be right. more than likely combat. But always being open to an encounter, not 
not going the way that you have planned. Right. And also, it doesn't, it doesn't have to necessarily be a co- like a fight, right? I mean, no. I, everyone likes confrontation, well, pushing the envelope. Yeah. But I think it's like, you know, a good, a good DM, not necessarily a good one, but a different style of DMing the, the encounter to make sure that it's not one where it ends in a, either an NPC that's dead or, you know, cause you just, when, oh. you, when you kill the NPC, you kill the encounter, but it, it, yeah. could, it could be that the NPC was a bad guy. But so the way I was, I would frame an encounter. Let's, let's, uh, let's go back to the idea of an encounter. Yes. Uh, to me, the encounter has a specific goal, and it's not uh, take the take us on a list of all the goals. Right. Oh, so yeah. Awesome. What, what are they? Well, these were some goals that I were thinking of that an encounter might be of, um, like a plot hook, or some random part of the, your backstory, or it could be a merchant, or it's like or a lore drop, right. or help wandering monsters right. it's like any any goal that you can think of of like something that you want to interact with the players in a way Inter- encounters are your way of interacting with the players and giving the players an opportunity to interact with you you're like you're reading my mind because what i was going to say to add to was if you want to know what encounters to bring to the table Ask your players. Ask your players. Not you don't necessarily have to say what encounter do you want, but know mm-hmm. your play. You should know the players. By the time that you're done with the third or fourth session, you should pretty much know the guys enough to be able to. I know that certain people like lore drops. I know that a certain person likes uh, loot. Another person likes a little mystery and little storytelling. Other people like, you know, and if you have a person that is not as engaged in the in the uh, in the story or, or or the gameplay as much, maybe you throw in a little bit of his backstory. Without- creating opportunities. Right. It's not necessarily forcing the story along, but creating opportunities for, for people to, to jump in. Engagements. It's pretty. Uh, it's like the uns. No, or is it spoken? It's it is the spoken rule for player engagement you want someone to get engaged real quick you have this like like for us we have this like massive epic bat epic uh saga going on which we're 60 episodes deep and we're only a third of the way there you know yeah but like you know how do you keep players engaged well you don't necessarily have to have a side quest but maybe the encounter acts as that side quest to sort of bring you back and in well one thing that is that is nice with the way the campaign that you have structured is each hero has like their little mini arc and that's like predefined everyone knows like all right when we go to search for my color skull we're gonna have my little mini arc that touches on some of my backstory and kind of like how the blue skull was um very much deep and delved into sprock's backstory right Uh, that idea of engagement of like I know this whole arc is going to be about my backstory, so now's the time for me to jump in. The, 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 now let's move on to like the type of encounters. It's like yeah, we're going to come back to this um, after our, after our break. But um, mm-hmm. you know, we as we said before, you have your and I was reading um, one of these uh, articles on online for today's session. And one guy says you know you have your non non uh, combat. You have your combat, and then you have your role play. But I think there's more. I think it's the non-combat one to me is a little bit more 
broad and a little bit it's very vague and one of the ones that i like to use is sometimes like you you know you're in the forest and you guys just come across for example a wall and, and then there were chains like yes there was a little bit of a puzzle but like it sort of puts a, a stop in the progress of the of the campaign where it all come from um how put it there it's sort of um and with these encounters you can create a little bit of a rhythm so if you're doing like a one-off, maybe you have and you have your your boss fight at the end. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you have a couple like different type of encounters set up, but they don't always have to be things that like lead to a certain end. Because as we went through before, you have your goals. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the players just completely bypass those goals, and you don't you don't have to get through the the encounter doesn't have to, the goal of the encounter doesn't have to be reached every time as well. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, that's why it's nice to have, especially if you're going into a little bit bigger of an area like the Ardmusian Forest or a city or a town. When I've DM'd, I always like to have a little table of something I can go to. And even just that table of ideas, a table of like, okay, there's, a, there's this merchant, there's this whatever, this whatever, or this merchant, this... Uh, um, a, a beggar on the side of the street or a random list of people or someone's backstory or an inn, various things of like, okay, what is in town? You can read all those off or someone say, I'm walking down the street, what do I see? All right, roll me a D4, see what you find, see what the first thing you see on the street is. You can have your predefined beautiful like map all structured for um, distances, but if you're coming to that town, or one or two sessions oftentimes a short little table is enough to, to get you through what you need oh, yeah. and even if it's even if it's just like all right you're coming into a little market right what could be in the market there's some kids there's some someone stealing food there's a, a, a couple arguing there's um, a security guard standing watch when you come in there's very little food on all the carts or there's nothing or there's nothing, there's nothing. yeah and so it's like okay those are four random things. They don't all have to happen at the same time. You're like, okay, let's. They can all be happening at the same time, or you can say, all right, bro, you come to this random market. What what do we see here? What happens? And, and this is where it opens up for your world building. And I, I want to say one one last little point here. Um, that maybe uh, we'll do a little summary and move on to the next the next topic. But so also, it's not I, as I, I I beat this point to death. It's not always the DM. So a player can force that sort of encounter. And I, and I did a uh, Instagram post about this from the Artemisian Forest, if you're following along uh, on that uh, account. Um, one of them is about how a silly little like trap uh, where you come across, you trigger a trap, and the things come up and they, uh, they shoot arrows at you. You dodge out of the way, and then you go and you investigate the trap. And you realize that there's dummies and stuff set up in there to make them look like they're, they're different types of people. And you do these perception checks, and then it turns out that like you realize, well, wait, hold on one second. If they are uh, traps, and now we know that they're, the traps were made by the forest guard who are protecting the forest, what is beyond the trap that they are protecting? Yeah. So if you're a player, you can sort of 
force that encounter even you can you can change the i feel like you can ch- almost change the encounter sometimes if it's just if it's just like a trap that you come across and uh you investigate it you can there's a story there that you can create mm-hmm. um you don't have oh. to have a table there to do that oh uh, absolutely play type type encounter but why don't you say well, yeah. every encounter is a role play encounter combat non-combat is an opportunity for role play so what would you say um encounters in a few words and then we'll uh we'll move on encounters is a lot broader of a topic than a lot of us allow but i think that the encounters also are like not to be cliche or anything but i feel like they Mm. are the the heartbeat of this thing because it's really personal how the players handle each particular type of encounter because as we said before the combat encounters and the players that like combat are going to love those but the yeah. people the people who like the non non player the, the non combat encounters which i like but that might be just because i'm a dm and i hate rolling <laughs> for, for combat all the time uh, combat as a dm like, can be intense that, that that's where like our overarching theme of this let let's talk lore that's that's been going on recently of world building the non combat mm-hmm. counters if you're not very good at role playing and you can't really br- open up the world through uh, role play in the in the interactive npc encounters the non-player encounters are really where you can the world can explode a little bit which is pretty yeah cool. it's a place to uh, explore your as a player it's a place to explore your character and as a dm it's a place to challenge your players that's a good that's a perfect place to then I think this this topic mm-hmm. um, or at least the introduction to encounters so we'll take a quick a quick break uh, when we come back we're gonna what build a uh, build a, a couple tables for Trigard city alright this is gonna mm-hmm. be intense alright we'll be back in a couple minutes <laughs> <laughs> 